Hello, and welcome to The Bob Edwards Show on Sirius XM Insight. Today we kick off National Teacher Appreciation Week, and to start, we go way back to a conversation recorded in 2005 with former teachers Nineveh Clements Caligari and Daniel Molthrop. They say that despite the fact that we love, honor, and value most teachers in our lives, we balk at paying them a decent wage for their important work. But it is an, an immensely, immensely rewarding job, and even though it's immensely, immensely demanding. When things are going well and your kids are learning, there's no amount of bureaucratic difficulty that you won't put up with because, because what's happening in the classroom is so exciting. Most people also assume that their workday ends at 3 p.m. and that vacations last three solid months. That's why the co-authors titled their book, Teachers Have It Easy. The reality is found in the subtitle, The Big Sacrifices and Small Salaries of America's Teachers. When I was teaching and things were, would go well, I remember thinking that I knew that there were people who were as happy as I was, but I didn't believe that anybody was happier. It is so rewarding that it's stunning that you're paid at all on the one hand, and yet as you get closer to raising a family and needing to buy a home, you just can't pull it off. Malthrop and Caligari argue that many of the best and most dedicated teachers are forced to find other ways to make a living. We'll also meet one of those. Jonathan Dearman left the classroom to become a real estate agent. One of the things I learned was that teaching was a revolutionary act, and so I, I thought I was involved in the revolution. With these kids, I, I was trying to, the revolution was getting them to think that they could do whatever they wanted. There are a number of awesome, excellent teachers who are probably leaving the profession as we speak. Those who are staying, we need to hold on to them. I bet that most of you had a favorite teacher, someone who uncovered your talents, encouraged you, gave you a boost of confidence when you really needed one. My favorite teacher was the last one I had, my graduate school professor. Before he entered teaching, Ed Bliss was a writer and editor for CBS News. Words that Ed wrote were heard by millions of Americans when they were read on the air by no less than Edward R. Murrow and Walter Cronkite. Ed was a very sweet man, but a very stern teacher and editor. He made one student cry when he told her to forget about a career in journalism. But it got her attention, and she worked harder, ultimately becoming a wire service congressional correspondent. Ed used a different technique with me, shame and guilt, saying my grammatical error or misusage of a word was unworthy of me, that he thought I knew better than that. And it was Ed Bliss who told me I was good enough to work as a broadcast journalist with a national audience. I cannot place a value.